Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the grace that has abound to us. We thank you, Lord, for your glory that has shone over us as a church. Father, we thank you for beautifying our lives. We thank you, Lord, that the last Sunday of 2015, we still stand serving you, working with you. Oh, what grace you have shown unto us. We are grateful and we are thankful. Father, we do not have words enough to express our appreciation and our gratitude. But Lord, all we can say is that we love you and we are thankful. We give you glory and we give you honor. Father, we have come before you and we ask, oh God, let your mercy and truth abound. We ask, oh God, that you speak to our hearts. Let us not live here the same as we came, but let your word come forth and let it accomplish a purpose. Let it transform us. Let it bring light. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the Lord a clap offering as you take your seats? Wonderful. Well, on behalf of the presiding bishop, Bishop Dagiward Mills, I want to welcome all of you to this beautiful sanctuary. It is the grace of God that was upon his life that caused him to respond to a wonderful call that has caused us all to be here today. And we are so thankful. I think we are all tired but strong in the spirit. Isn't that so? So you want to give this mortal body a little volume so that... Um, hallelujah. Wonderful. Amen. Can I see by show of hands those of you who were here the first Sunday of 2015? Just give me a wave. Give me a wave. Wonderful. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. And I, I think we started off somewhere. We started off the, the first Sunday or the first, the first day of 2015. How many of you were here the, the 31st into the new year, the New Year's Eve? How many of you were here? Well, we began somewhere. We began the first day of 2015 somewhere and i think it befits that we end the last sunday of 2015 also from the place where we began isn't that so so there is a wonderful and powerful scripture that was revealed to us on that first day a scripture that was hidden in the bible that we were awakened to suddenly in the beginning of the year and I want us to look at that scripture one more time. And let's begin from Malachi chapter 3 and verse number 
17. Let's begin from verse 17. Malachi chapter 3 and verse number 17. It says, And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spared his own son that serveth him. Have you served God? Have you served God throughout the year? It says, verse 17, it says, And I will spare them as a man spared his own son that serveth him. Verse 18, Then shall you return. Say to your neighbor, then shall you return. Say to the next neighbor, then shall you return. It says, and then shall you return. Has somebody returned? It says, and then shall you return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. Hallelujah. I look back and I look today and I have returned and I have seen the difference between the righteous and the wicked. Between those who serve God and those who do not serve him. And I see the difference. Kofi, do you see the difference? Oh yes, I see the difference. I say, I see the difference. I see some people who began with God and they didn't look like much. They didn't look like important. Today, I see they are in a different place. I say, today, I see they are in a different place. It says, and then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serves God and him that serveth him not. God will make such a distinct difference between those who serve him and those who do not serve him. God has purpose. He says, you shall select his jewels. He says, you will return. You will come back. He say, we all began the year. We all began 2015. And it's as if we were all going together. It's as if we were all going in the same direction. It was as if we were all taking the same classes. It was as if we were all working at the same place. But then shall you return. I said, then shall you return. And you will see the difference. We have come back and we have seen the difference. I say, we have come back and we have seen the difference. As a church, we began somewhere and we have come back and we have seen the difference. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. God will make a clear distinction between those who serve him and those who do not serve him. Hallelujah. But you see, oftentimes, it is possible and it is quite common for a Christian to come to an end of a year like this. A Christian who has served God, who has been faithful, to come to a year or to come to an end of a year like this and then look back and feel that you have not been blessed with all the blessings that you were expecting from God. How many of you can testify about that? Sometimes, as the year comes to an end, you look back and you feel you have not been blessed. You feel that certain things did not come your way. You feel that certain things have been withheld from you. 
Hallelujah. I think there's a very good reason for that. But I can assure you that you are not the same. Your life has not been the same. Your life is not the same. The way you began is not the same as you are ending this year. The reason is because a lot of Christians lose focus. They lose focus and they turn their eyes off what God intends for them. Hallelujah. Sometimes our focus is on the wrong things. Amen. Turn with me to Philippians chapter 3 and verse 14. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 14. The scripture says, it says, I press towards the mark for the price. I press, I press, I move on, I push, I force through. It says, I press towards the mark for the price of a high calling of God. A high calling of God in Jesus Christ. It says, I press, I press towards the mark for the price for, of a high calling of Jesus a high calling of God. Beloved, your reward, your price for serving God is a high calling. I say it is a high calling. It is a high calling of God. It is more than a good job. Your price for serving God is more than a good husband. He says, I press on, I push on, I am pushing through, and my focus is on that mark, to hit that mark, because the price, when I hit that mark, the price is a high calling. Wow, 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 wow. The price is a high calling. The price is not a promotion at your job. Hallelujah. It is higher than that. The price for your faithfulness the price for which you have served God, when God says you will return and you see the difference, that price is higher than that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But you see, it is like you go to, you go to a, a big city like Manhattan, do you see? And you're standing in front of a very tall building, do you see? You're standing in front of a very tall building and all that you are looking is at that level where you are looking. You see, there is something big, but what you are seeing is just the lobby. But if you will step back and then you will lift up your eyes and see what a high rise is, you realize that it is higher than this lower level that you are looking at. But oftentimes, our eyes, our eyes are set on the lower things, the things that come underneath that price of a high calling. Hallelujah. And it makes us lose focus. I say your price is higher than a college degree. Your price is higher than a sweet marriage. Your price is higher than proper children. Hallelujah. Now, these things, they all come. You see, the lobby is part of this high-rise building. The third floor is part of this high-rise building. But the 
the, the price giving you that building is higher than the first floor, and it's higher than the second floor, and it's higher than the third floor. But when your eyes are just on these three floors, you will not see the magnitude of the blessing. You will not see what they intend to give you. I say the price is a high calling of God. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1. Are you with me this afternoon? Ephesians chapter 1. Can we close the door, please, if it is possible? Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. It says, Grace be to you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, Blessed be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Hallelujah. He says, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Amen. Beloved, your blessings, they are spiritual blessings. Amen. Amen. The blessings that God has for you, they are spiritual blessings. Amen. Amen. If you lose focus on these spiritual blessings, you will miss on the promises of God. If you take your eyes off this spiritual, he says, your blessings, all, he says, he has blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Amen. Amen. The promises are marvelous, but they are spiritual blessings. I said they are marvelous, but they are spiritual blessings. And if you take your eyes off it, you will lose the blessings. And that is why you can come to a stage like this in a year and look back and you wonder what God has done for me. And you wonder the answers, they have been given, but you have lost them. Because it says your blessings, they are spiritual blessings. God's blessings for your life, they are spiritual blessings. Hallelujah. Beloved, if you take your eyes off these spiritual blessings and you begin to focus on physical blessings, you will lose on the blessings. But he has assured you, he says, you will return and you will see a difference. There is a marked difference between you who has served him and the one who has not served him. But keep your eye on the true blessings that God has for you. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 
number nine. If you are there, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Wonderful congregation. I love this congregation. I love you just too much. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter two, and we want to read from verse nine. He says, but as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. He says, I had not seen, nor ear heard, Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. Hallelujah. We are focusing on things which eyes cannot see. We are focusing on things which your eyes cannot see. He says, God has prepared some wonderful things for you. He says, but I have not seen them. But we are looking and we are searching. You are looking for a good husband which I cannot see. You are searching for a good wife, but I cannot see such a wife. You are looking for a good job, but such a job that God has prepared for you, you have prayed to him and you have asked him and you say, Lord, give me a good job. And he says, that kind of job that I have prepared for you, that kind of job that I am going to give you, I have not seen such a job. But your eyes are searching and you are looking. Hallelujah. He said, such a husband, a kind of husband that I have prepared for you, the things that he tells you, the things that he tells you, that he says, I love you, that when you hear in your ear such a thing, what's a thing? What he will say to you, ear cannot hear, ear cannot hear, ear cannot hear. Such a husband, ear, what, what he's saying, what he's saying, whether it is true or not, your ears, your ears, they cannot hear. Because he has prepared something else. And your ears are tinkling and your ears are listening to some other things. And he says, let me hear who says I love you. Let me say who says I will take you here. Let me hear who says I will take care of you. Let me hear who says I am the one. Let me hear. And your ears are searching and searching and you are listening and you are listening. But he says, what he has prepared for you, I have not seen. And it has not entered. It has not entered any man's ear. A man's ears cannot hear that. Hallelujah. A man's ear cannot hear that. So whether he's telling you a lie, your ear cannot hear it. He says, I love you, but whether it's the truth, your ear cannot hear it. And so you look back, and then you look at 2014, and 2015 has come to an end. And he says, I did not hear any man telling me I love you. I did not hear any woman say I do. Yes, I did not hear any man agreeing to my proposal. Because your ears are itching to hear. 
And he says, such a woman, when he speaks, when she speaks, your ears cannot hear. Such a man, when he speaks, your ears cannot hear. He says, what I have prepared for them that I love, it has not entered into the ears of men. Hallelujah. Ears have not heard. You know, and you say, you know, I mean, when I, I, I don't know, but something has entered into my heart. I feel something has entered into my heart. And when, 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 when I remember him, my heart does some bumbulungis. And my heart turns around. And my heart, my, I don't know what is going in in my heart. I don't know how my heart troubles me whenever I think of him. But God is saying, a man like that, such a man, whatever it is that is entered into your heart, it is not that. Because it says, what I have prepared for you, it has not even entered into the heart of man. It has not even entered into the heart of man. Hallelujah. He says it has not entered into the heart of man. So that my, my heart is into this job. That is not a job that God has prepared for you. My heart is into this person. That is not a thing that God has prepared for you. Because it says what I have prepared for you, I had not seen, nor ear heard. No, entered into the heart of man. The things, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Hallelujah. It has not entered into the heart of man yet. Amen. He says, but it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. It says, but God has revealed them to us. That good man, God has revealed them to you by his spirit. A good job, God has revealed it to you by his spirit. A good husband, God has revealed to you by his spirit. A good marriage, God has revealed to you by his spirit. A good church, God has revealed to you by his spirit. Not what your eye can see. Not what your ear can hear. Not what your heart feels. Not what has entered into your heart. But God has revealed it to you by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man. But the Spirit of God. I say, beloved, if you can keep your focus on the spiritual blessings, you will see the blessings that God has blessed you in 2015. If you keep your focus on those spiritual things. Hallelujah. He says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Let the spirit which is of God be in you this afternoon. May your eyes see through the Spirit of God which is in you. May your ears hear through the Spirit of God which is in you. May the things that enter into your heart do so through the Spirit of God which is in you. He says, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. 
which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Hallelujah. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Hallelujah. Not comparing how I feel towards you with the way you feel towards me. Not comparing how I see you with the way you see me. Not comparing that I see a beautiful face. Not comparing that I see a beautiful shape. But comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Am I speaking to somebody this afternoon? I say, beloved, God has blessed you immensely. But take your eyes off the physical things and focus on the spiritual. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He says, but the natural man. Say the natural man. Say, I am not a natural man. Pinch yourself and say, I feel it, but I am not a natural man. He says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. To the natural man, they are foolishness. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. For what, what hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, for the spiritual man, for the, for the natural man, spiritual things are foolishness. For the natural man, spiritual things are foolishness. But beloved, I can tell you, I can call people to just stand up. People who are focused on the spiritual things of God. And I can tell you how God has exalted such people. Some of you look into your life and see as you have dedicated your life in serving God. Things that you did not deserve, they have come to you. Things that you did not deserve, they have come to you. I said, you shall return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked. Between those who serve God and those who do not serve God. God will make that clear distinction. God will make that clear distinction. Hallelujah. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Amen. So if we can shift our focus, if we can take our focus of the physical things. You see, and because of our hunger, because of our needs, because of our challenges, you see, that is what has turned many preachers into preaching about physical things. And you see, our churches become even popular. Our churches become attractive when we are preaching about physical things. When our focus is on getting you a sweet marriage and our focus is on getting you children and getting you prosperity and getting you promotion and getting you this and getting you that. But God says we are the ambassadors of Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are the ambassadors of Christ. Amen. And you see, that is why in most countries, in most countries, you know, when a country sends an ambassador to another nation, when a country sends an ambassador, for instance, this country will send an ambassador to another country, 
and the ambassador goes there, you see, you, 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 you see the needs of the people. You see the poverty. You see how they don't even have water to drink. You see the sicknesses. You see their needs. And so as the ambassador stays there for a while, you become accustomed to the needs of the people and your focus, the focus for which you were sent. You see, when you are an ambassador, you are sent to represent the country. And so the country's policies concerning that country should be your policy. But after you have been there for a while, you tend to see the needs of the people and it tailors your, 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 your ministry and it tailors your service to the needs of the people, forgetting the focus for which you were sent. And that is why you find sometimes ambassadors, when they have gone to other countries, they tend to even take bribes from the citizens of the country and giving them visas and things like that. Because, you see, they lose the focus. And that is the reason why ambassador, after you've been in a country for a while, they call you back. They call you back. After four or so years, they call you back because they, don't, they know you can get used to the needs of the people. And the hunger of the people, it brings a change in the direction of the message. The needs of the people, that we need to get married, that we need the job, that we need to move on, that we need promotion, that we need this, it drives the focus. And may the preachers lose focus. But we will keep you, we will keep your eyes on the spiritual things. I say we will keep your eyes on the spiritual things. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. And we want to read from verse number 1. Somebody being blessed this afternoon. Acts chapter 3 and verse 1. He says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Hallelujah. Being the ninth hour. Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. Amen. He says there were two anointed men, two powerful men of God. They were going to the temple. He says it was a prayer meeting. It was the hour of prayer. And they were going to the temple at the ninth hour. And there was a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, who was carried, whom they had laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. And what was he doing at the hour of prayer? What was this lame man who is born lame from his mother's womb at the temple, what was he doing? The Bible says that he was not going in to pray. He was not getting ready. He was not asking that someone will help him to go and pray. He was not asking that someone will help him to go and participate in these spiritual things. But his eyes were on his needs. His eyes were on his focus. The focus was on his needs, on his physical needs. 
And for a layman, could not work. And so he had to beg. And so he says, as they came by, he says, to ask, he says, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. And so two powerful anointed men of God passing by. Now verse 2 says, he says, verse 3, he says, and who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked, not for prayer, not for spiritual things. He says, he asked for arms. When he saw these powerful anointed men of God passing by, he asked for arms. He asked for arms. Beloved, what God has in store for you, you have no idea. What God has in store for you, yea, though you are born a lame man, you have never walked your life before, though you are born with an infirmity, though there is an ancestral curse in your life, and you don't see any window, you don't see anyone in your family who has been healed of this, but what God has for them, I say what God has for those who serve him, what God has prepared for those who serve him, it says it baffles your mind. It says that it's beyond your comprehension. It's beyond your comprehension. It says it has not even entered into your heart yet. It's not something that you can imagine. You cannot picture it. Is it a car you want to drive? You have not even, you, you, what car are you thinking of? You are think, I don't know what car you are thinking of. I don't know what kind of house you want to live in. I don't know what kind of family you want to have. I don't know what kind of marriage you want to have. But what God has prepared for you, if you can keep your focus on him, if you can keep your eye on him, what God has for you, it has not entered into your heart yet. It has not even entered into the house of architects. Because it says it has not entered into the house of men. If you can keep your eye. And so it says, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an arm. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, you see, now Peter sees that this man's focus it's on his knees. It's on canal things. So Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. He says, look on us. Look at me. Look on us. Look on us. Look on us. Take your focus off my pocket. Take your focus off your lane. Take your focus off your knees. Just look at me because there is something in me that you need. There is something in me that God wants you to have. There is something greater than your needs. He says, take your focus off my pocket. Take your focus off my wallet. Just look at me. And he says, silver and gold have I not. I do not have silver and gold. But I do not have silver and gold. I do not have money for you. I do not have a good home for you. I do not have a good marriage for you. I do not have a good husband for you. I do not have a good wife for you. I do not have a good job for you. Silver and gold do I not have. But such as I have. Such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. I say rise up and walk in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't care what your name is. I don't care what your needs are. I don't care where the 
the Lord has brought you. I don't care how low you are. I don't know how to answer that. But such as I have is what I give you. Keep your focus on the spiritual things. He had to redirect his focus. He had to change his focus. He has to turn his focus from his needs. Beloved, turn your focus from your needs. Turn your focus from your challenges. Turn your focus from your hunger. Turn your focus from your rent. And keep your focus on the Lord. He says, such as I have, such as I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ, beloved, rise up from your lame. Rise up from your difficulty. Rise up from your poverty. Rise up from your challenge. Rise up from your sickness. Rise up from your disease. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. And the Bible says, and he gave heed unto them. He was able to turn his focus off his need. He says he gave heed unto them. Now he paid attention to this anointed man. He took his eyes off the pockets and he gave heed unto them. And he says, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none. Silver and gold have I none. Beloved, when we come, we have such expectations. Our focus are on the wrong things. What we are looking for, we are looking at the wrong things. We are looking for silver and gold, but God has more than silver and gold for you. He says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankles, bones, received strength. Beloved, receive strength where you are weak. 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 If only you can keep focus. If you can keep eye on the spiritual things, it shall come to pass. I speak under the unction of my voice. Anyone that is here under my unction, under the unction of my voice, I say receive strength while you are weak. Receive strength. Hallelujah. Receive strength. And he was able to keep his eye on him. And the Bible says, and he... He says, and immediately his feet, ankles, bones received strength. And he leaped up, stood, and walked, and entered into the temple, walking and limping, and praising God. Walking and limping. The one who was lame, the one who was crippled, suddenly he has received strength. And he's walking, and he's jumping, and he's limping, and he's running, and he's going. There were so many women, so many beautiful women who passed him by when he was sitting down. There were so many women. He says, I don't go with a crippled man. I don't go with a lame man. I don't walk with a lame man. I said, no, I am too much for you. Oh, it's too embarrassing for me to marry a lame man. But here is the man now who was limping and jumping, limping and jumping. And I saw all the young women. I said they were looking at him. All the young women, their focus were on him. 
Because now he has received strength and he's jumping and he's limping. I said, God has more than that. And I saw, I can imagine the man take his resume and now he's walking to Morgan Stanley. He's walking to Chase Manhattan Bank. He's walking to AT&T. He's walking to Verizon. The man who was once begging, I said, if you can keep your eye on the spiritual things, you need know not you beg again. I said, you have no need that you beg again if your focus will be on the spiritual things. You will not need that you beg again. You will not need that you sit by the temple again. If you can also rise up and join the prayer meeting. If you can say, help me be a participant of this spiritual meeting. If you can say, help me be a participant of this fasting thing. I don't understand why I have to go hungry, but it's a spiritual thing. Just help me to be a part of it. If you can keep your focus on the spiritual things. I say, God has blessed you immensely, but your focus has been on physical things, and so you cannot see. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody being blessed this afternoon. I am preaching a good message. I feel so blessed. Hallelujah. I feel so blessed. I feel so blessed. That man, now, he brought joy to the lives of people. The ones who people will pass him without acknowledging him. He, wants, he, he will sit there and people will just pass him by. Do you think if everyone that passed was giving him $100, $100, he will be sitting there. He will not. But the Bible says, and he limping, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him. He says, and all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. The women were amazed. They said, that's my beloved, my future beloved right there. He said, that's, I said, listen, young men, keep your focus on spiritual things. The women, they will come like that. I said, they will come. They will spot you. And they, in their minds, and in, he said, that's my beloved right there. Young woman, serve God. I said, serve God. Serve God. Serve God. Keep your focus on God. You, you, you have to do CCC to check which man. He said, I don't know which man I'm going to choose. I don't know which one. It's too much. And it's not because, it's not because you, have, you have put on nice Mary Kay makeup. That is not the reason. The reason is not because you have Brazilian extension. That is not the reason. The reason is not because you have Bobby Brown makeup. That is not the reason. The reason is not because you have some pons on your face. That is not the reason. It will not be because you have kajikaji. You know what is kajikaji? You have tried kajikaji, it didn't work. I said, try serving God. Try focusing on God. You have tried different things. You have tried different things. You have tried. Your face is white, your skin is black. It didn't work. And then you came back. You changed that. 
You say, I'll go back to black. And then you have tried black. They are not looking. I say, keep your focus on spiritual things. Keep your focus on spiritual things. They will register. They will come and see, pastor, that lady. Pastor, that woman. Pastor, this one. The one that was singing. The one that was leading. The one that was there. Pastor, that one. Hallelujah. If you can change your focus. I say if you can change your focus. Amen. If you can change your focus. Hallelujah. If only you can change your focus. Amen. He says he was able to direct his attention. He was looking at them expecting that they would give him something. And he says, oh, it's not about silver and gold. What is coming to you is more than silver and gold. If you are able to lift up your eyes and see, David said in Psalm 121, he says, I will lift up my eyes onto the hill. I'm not looking at the bottom. I'm not looking at the valley. But I will lift up my eyes onto the hill from whence cometh my help. He says, my help cometh from the Lord. The Lord who is the maker and the creator of the heavens and the earth. He says that he shall keep thee from falling. He says, he that keepeth Israel shall never slumber nor sleep. Oh, give me that scripture. It's Psalm 121. My Lord and my God, I will keep my focus. I will turn my attention to the hills. I will lift up my eyes from the valley and I will look up because that is where my help is coming from. That is where my provision is coming from. That is where my promotion is coming from. I am not looking at my boss. I don't need to have such relationship with my boss. I don't need to work on Sunday so my boss will like me. I don't need to work extra time so my boss will like me. I will keep my eyes on the hills. I will focus on the hills. If you can take your eyes off physical things if you can take your eyes off your boss and lift up your eyes to Jehovah says I will lift up my eyes onto the hills from whence cometh my help it says my help cometh from the Lord which made the heaven. My boss did not make the heaven and the earth. My work did not make the heaven and the earth. Why should my work keep me away from the house of God? Why should extra time and over time keep me away from my God's house? Why should anything take me away from my God's house? I will dwell in the house of the Lord. <laughs> Says, my help cometh from the Lord, which made the heaven and the earth. He says, He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. In 2016, the Lord will not suffer your feet to be moved. I say, Your Lord will not suffer your feet to be moved in 2016. He says, He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Hey, your boss may snore and he will slumber. I say, your husband, he may snore and he will slumber. Your wife may snore and he will slumber. But if you keep your eyes on the hills, 
the one that will keep you, he does not slumber. He does not slumber. He says, behold, he that keepeth his right shall neither slumber nor sleep. Your God is awake. I say in 2016, he will continue to be awake. He will continue to watch over you. He will continue to preserve you. He says, the Lord is thy keeper. May the Lord be your keeper. May the Lord be your keeper. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord be your keeper. May the Lord be your keeper. He says, the Lord is thy shade. The Lord shall be your shade upon thy right hand. May God be a shade. He said, he will protect you on your right hand. As your left hand is engaged, the Lord shall be your protector on your right hand. In the name of Jesus. He said, the sun shall not smite thee by day. May the sun not smite you in 2016. Not the moon by night. The moon shall not smite you in 2016. He said, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. I see the Lord preserving you from every evil in 2016. Oh, Father, look from heaven and preserve your people from every evil in 2016. He shall preserve thy soul. And he says, the Lord shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in. You will go and you will come. I say you will open your door to your house and you will come back. You will lock it and come back and open. You will drive on the highways and you will come back. You will sit on the train and you will come back. No terrorist activity shall overtake you. No plans of the enemy shall overtake you. They shall bomb a place but you will not be there. They shall set up a bomb in your place, but you'll not be there. In the name of Jesus, the Lord shall be thy keeper. Jehovah shall be thy keeper. He shall preserve you. You're going out and you're coming in. He said, he that keepeth thee, he will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in. Even from this time forth, from this Sunday forth, even forevermore, the Lord shall preserve thee. The Lord shall protect you. The Lord shall keep you in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord. And stand onto your feet. And let us bring the service to a close. Oh, begin to pray to the Lord. And thank him. And say, Lord, I have taken my attention of these wonderful blessings. I have focused on the wrong things. And I have not seen my blessings. But in this coming year, redirect my attention. Redirect my attention. I have preached to you. And then shall, shall ye return. Then shall ye return. Then shall ye return. Then shall ye return. Then shall ye return. And you shall see the difference. Between the righteous and the wicked. Between them that serveth God. And them that serveth him not. If you have purpose your heart to serve God. There will be a difference. I said there will be a difference. He will preserve you. He will protect you. He will keep your going out and your coming in. In the name of Jesus. He says, even from this day, even forevermore, the Lord will preserve you. The Lord will protect you. Oh, my Lord and my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. 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 It is more than you can ask. It is more than you can imagine. It is more than you can ask. Oh, yes. Let your attention be redirected. Let your focus be redirected. 
Yes. And oh, yes. 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 With you. And then shall you return. And you shall see Lord, the difference. Lord, oh, yes. There will be a difference. Beloved, serve God. There will be a difference in your life. I can assure you, it is the word of God. He is not a man that he will lie. He says, serve him. And there will be a difference between you who serves him and he that does not serve him. He's more than silver. He's more than gold. He's more precious than you can imagine. He says what he has concerning your life, what he has planned concerning your life, it has not even entered into the heart. It has not even entered into the ears. No man can imagine. You cannot even imagine. Yes. He has for you. It's more than necklace. It's more than a diamond. Oh, what the Lord has in store for selling your life. More beautiful than diamonds, and nothing I desire compares with you. Last time, Lord, you are Lord. You are. And it goes like this. It says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
the steadfast the steadfast Your steadfast love, O oh God, never ceases. Indeed, your love endures 
Morning by morning, oh God, you renew your steadfast love. Your mercies, oh God, they are ceaseless. Your love is ceaseless. Great is thy mercy. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy love. We are thankful. And that is why we have that assurance. Even as we prepare to enter 2016. Lord, we are confident that he that began a good work in us, he will also bring it to a perfect end. We are thankful and we are grateful. We are confident, oh God, that everyone that is standing here, Lord, will continue to stand and will continue to walk with you and will continue to be in faith come the end of 2016. And it's because your faithfulness is just so great. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. If there's anyone here, today is the last Sunday of 2015. Beloved, you know deep in your heart, you feel very far from God. You know. Maybe you were once walking with God. Maybe you were once faithful and serving God. But life circumstances have found you very far from God. Beloved, God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for your life. His faithfulness is greater than you can imagine. His love for you is more than you can imagine. This afternoon, Jesus is here to save you once again. He says, come home, my son. Come home, my daughter. You are here this afternoon. You want to give your life to Jesus. You say, I want to come back, Father. I feel so far from you. But this Sunday, the last Sunday of the year, Jesus, welcome me back home. Take me in again. Oh, his faithfulness endures forever. He says, there's so much room at the cross for you also. With all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this afternoon. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to come back to the Father. If that is your prayer, you are not born again and you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. If that is you, beloved, come back home. Lift up your hand. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you. The Lord had a preparation for your presence here today. He knew you were coming. It was ordained in the heavenlies that today he will meet you here. If there's anyone here like that, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. I see your hand. I see your hand. Anyone here like that also? Beloved, it is between you and your Lord. He's here. He's here to save you. Anyone here like that also? I see your hand. Keep your hand up. Anyone else want to join them? Oh, he's talking to you this moment. He's talking to you. You can hear his voice. Yes, that still small voice is the voice of the Lord. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. It is just you and your Lord. Anyone here like that? Lift up your hand. Beloved, if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to take one bold step and come forward here. Come here with me. I want to pray with you. I want to say a simple prayer with you. If you have lifted up your hand, put your hands together for the Lord. 
Beloved, take a bold step and come. Take a bold step. It is okay, my sister. Come, 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 come. It is Jesus you are walking to. Yes, come, come. Make way for her. Come, my dear. Yes, 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 yes. You can join too. The Lord is speaking to you. Join them. Join them. Join them. Jesus is here to save. Jesus is here to save. Oh, yes. His blood, it cuts through every sin. It cuts through every life. It cuts through ancestral cases. It is not too late. You can join them here also. Yes. Lord, I surrender all. I surrender all to Thee. All to Thee, my precious Savior. I surrender. Thank you, Jesus. Dearly beloved, I want you to say this after me, and I want all the congregation to join and say, Lord Jesus, you are a faithful God. Lord Jesus, I have sinned against you. I feel very far from you. You are so pure. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose up again on the third day. You conquered the grave. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Let the blood of Jesus wash me. Cleanse me. Purify me. This afternoon, I invite you into my life. Please come into my life. Make me a new person. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Satan, hear me and hear me well. Today, the last Sunday of 2015, I have made a decision and I'm not turning back. I have made a choice. Jesus Christ. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. He's my Master. I will serve Him. I will walk with Him. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, you say, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. You say, behold, all things are passed away. And all things are become new. I pray, Lord, let the old be bygone. Father, from today, your children stand before you. And they say they look forward now. And they press on for that high calling. They are pressing to that mark. Lord, give them charge. Let angels be charged over their lives. Command angels to walk with them. Father, you say if a man will lose his sheep and he goes to find it, he will bind it around his neck. Father, bind these ones around your neck that the enemy, the wolves, will not have a hand in their lives anymore. Oh, Jesus, you are so grateful and your mercies endures. Thank you, Lord. Build a hedge around these ones and may the enemy never have a hand in their lives. 
in the name of Jesus. Let the Spirit of God guide your thoughts, guide your decision, lead you. May you not make any decision without consideration of the Spirit. And He will guide you if you acknowledge Him. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. God bless you. Sister, God bless you. Sister, God bless you.